In the early 21st century, magic reawakened on Earth, and alongside it, a new human race with orcs, elves, trolls, dwarves, and others. Humanity became metahumanity. As technology proliferated and greatly advanced in the awakened world, global megacorporations seized ever more power, becoming de facto states with their own laws, courts, and armed forces. The corporations attempt to control all aspects of modern life. This has led to a vast and complex criminal underground which works for and against corporate interests. The independent career criminals who do what others can't or won't are called Shadowrunners. The year is 2101. Welcome to Fun City. Previously on Fun City, the team is hired by Mo Ashina of Combinatorial Limited to disgrace police union bureaucrat Vern Solix and end his architecting a strike of the NYPD Incorporated Police Force. Upon confrontation at the police expo, Vern claims that AAA biotechnology megacorporation Evo is experimenting on police who are contractually required to see the company for medical care. A strike is the only way to get leverage and stop them. He offers to hire the team, but a riot breaks out. Viv melts Cairn Holbrook, an NYPD reserve detection mage, and Lux takes a call from Yuri, who has another job for them. Frazzled but free, the team heads to the ball pit to regroup. There, they meet a many-armed man who shows them an illusion of a horrifically dismembered Gabe. He says to never work with Yuri again, to remain out of Jast Columnar's business, and he searches their memories for Jast's gun, which Viv gave to the sea. Concerned about their shipmate, the crew races to the Mrs. Egg to find the lingering astral signature of the many-armed man. We join them as they board the boat, hoping to find Gabe and find him alive. The voice that you hear is not Gabe's, but Artemis's. Artemis on. Would you like to hear the weather? Artemis, can you hear us? Where, where's Gabe? Searching for Gabe. Gabe found. Gabe is in his quarters, tied to a chair with ropes. You hear. Oh, shit. Oh, my goodness. We oh, my rush God. towards yeah, his we quarters. Run, I run I'm very fast. Much faster than Lash me. Lash is the fastest. <laughs> One boat per second. Yeah. Ropes are often made with natural fibers used to entwine Artemis okay, and objects. Thank you, Artemis. I'm running after Lash. She's twice as fast as me, easily. Uh, you get to Gabe's quarters. The door is closed. But you hear him on the other side, sort of muff- muffled yelling. I kick it open even though I, it's open. <laughs> <laughs> the, door, the door swings open and hits his workbench with such force that some of the buckets of electronics sort of fall down. Uh, you don't do any permanent damage, but you do see him. Uh, he is there in a zebra bathrobe tied to a chair with a sock stuffed in his mouth and tape around his head. Uh, and he's, he's, yeah, he's fully restrained. And as soon as you walk in, his eyes eyes, uh, his eyes like w- open really wide. And then he just sort of like relaxes and hangs his head like, oh, thank God. Okay, we thought you were dead. I quickly start to untangle him. I take his his thing out. Some, I don't know, there's some red guy who's coming out. Did you see this? Red, the red guy with the yes. arms? He yes. was just, he le- okay, you don't seem, you seem. He what? made an illusion that you were, you were decapitated. I freaked out. Oh, God. Yeah. 
It was terrible. We all freaked out. We were all crying. Oh, that's, I mean, that sounds very upsetting, but also how nice. Um, Yeah, everybody was visibly upset. (laughs) I'm really glad that you're alive, Gabe. Did he ask you anything? You know, it it was the strangest thing. I was just, I was working on the bridge and there was just this guy dressed in all gold, floating with a tiny crown. Who wears a crown? Good question. And he started asking me questions about uh, Jast and he started saying all this stuff about not going back and about like, you know, his bosses and the seven and like all this. I don't know. Like, and then, uh, and then I don't know, like, I just, I guess I fell asleep. I don't know. He must've done something. Well, I'm just glad you're okay. But this guy knows where we live. Viv moves to help Gabe get out of the ropes. <laughs> I appreciate that. As much as I like being tied to things like, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Understood. I like everybody in this universe. Mm. Is horny. <laughs> they love to be horny. <laughs> we, how much do you care about Yuri? I think he might be in trouble. If Yuri were to die, right. I do not think I would be extremely upset. Okay. <laughs> okay, that's a good answer. I would be very upset. Flash would be upset. Yeah, you ain't seen him when he's mad. No. We have seen those eggs. And I have to admit, guys, he did say that the eggs were nice and hot and fresh, and we in two days we could get those. Um, we could get in more information about whoever this is that is terrorizing we, us. Yeah, we're yeah. in a pickle with a, quite a few Johnsons right now. Yeah, we are in a, we are in a double pickle situation. So, Gabe, let me tell you where we are. We did get the scans on Vern. We, oh, this is the Ashina job. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. We nice. believe. Nice. We believe that there is a massive conspiracy that is putting a, a, the lives of many, many millions of citizens and officers in danger, and that by giving this data over to them, we would be supporting an Evo-led conspiracy. E- Evo. We think they're involved somehow because they're involved with making some of these cops maybe turn bad or different or I mean, something. they're the biggest of the Big Ten in the city. Like, you We're, gotta be careful about... I don't mean you. Sorry. I'm gonna throw this out there, guys, and if you don't want to go with me on this, that's fine. But I'm thinking about breaking into Evo itself and getting some fucking answers. Sounds like a, a large task. <laughs> that's what I thought I'd hear, and honestly, I can't do any of this myself, uh, except for maybe talk to the guard. So, <laughs> so just for background, yeah. uh, Evo uh, has a many satellite locations in New York, but they have one main location, mm-hmm. and it is around uh, 14th Street uh, in Manhattan, uh, very far on the west side. But it sprawls um, like a dozen square blocks, right. and it's uh, what in the Shadowrun universe is called an arcology. It is essentially a city within the city. It is. Places where Evo citizens work, live, go to school, um, you know, own property uh, if Evo allows them to own it. You know, there's, as you've learned, there's a hospital there. It's it's like a, it's not hermetically sealed. People can come and go, but it is essentially a civilization within a civilization. On what you were saying, mm-hmm. we need to figure out some kind of answers because we have all this data. We have, we have Vern's mm-hmm. body scans. They're expecting it tomorrow night. So maybe the best bet is 
to get information from our Johnson? Maybe the Johnson first before we try to break into the largest mega corporation in the city. I think so. Okay. All right. Yeah, I guess I could switch those around on the list. So we should call the Johnson. All right. Let's call the Johnson. Calling the Johnson. Yeah. Go for Ashna. Hey, Ashna. Um, did you see the news? Listen, I got a meeting in about three minutes. You got to make this quick. We're going to need more time um, with the scans. Um, did you see what happened at the convention center? I saw that little stunt that you pulled. Explain that to me. Well, you know, we were attacked uh, first. Um, and I, I also, you know, in terms of that footage getting out, coming back to bite you or us, I think there's a chance that won't happen. We, we there's, have, a chan- there's a chance it won't happen. We have some people on the job. Okay, so I'll put it that way. Listen, you are on extremely thin ice right now. I can't make any more time for you. Team B is already in play. There's no extra time. You got to drop. This is, I can't, I can't deal with there this. There was a full on riot at the convention center and Vern is in hiding. That's not my problem. Okay, so we're just not going to get paid, but I'm saying if we had a little bit more time, we could get you a hell of a lot more than a couple of scans. Listen, I realize you're in a tight spot. What I can do is I can pay you extra for doing it on the timeline that we originally agreed to. Um, How much more do you want? Um, more time? How much more money? We don't have more time. If you can't give me time, I need information. Make it quick. Who wants this done? Combinatorial represents a shifting consortium of corporations around New York City. I cannot tell you exactly the people who have paid to have the contract fulfilled, but you can rest assured that they are representatives from the Big Ten. Who is your contact? I am the contact. There is no contact outside of me. Oh, I'm, t- I'm saying requesting the job from you. Again, I am the manager of the job. Listen, we're working on something big here. We get you a lot more than some scans um, with a little bit more time. I know you have B-Team, but why can't B-Team just, you know, go grab a burger? Roll con. Go grab a burger. <laughs> why can't they go grab a burger? I want to say that to people now. Why don't you just go grab a burger? Uh, three. Hold on, I have to think about how she's going to respond based upon how this goes. I am not inclined to give you any leeway, but if you're telling me that you have a plan and that you're going to get me more than what we sent you out for, fine. But I just want you to know that if I don't hear from you, if I don't hear of significant movement on this issue soon, then we're going to take a different approach on this. You're not going to like it. You're wearing my patience very thin. I understand. All I'm saying is you're really going to like what you see, okay? We just need a little bit more time. You can have 24 hours, and that's it. And I want to hear from you before that. Okay, uh, I will do my best. Yeah, you will. I will talk to you then. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> what are you doing? This fucking <laughs> powerful move. We have an extension. You also now have to, your due date is the same day that Yuri wants to meet you. Well, here the truth. Well, you know, so the truth, of, in my opinion, was that we didn't want need more time. We're more or less set on not giving them the information. What we wanted was information. What were you gonna say, TK? Yes, exactly. What I was yeah. gonna say. it's just they can, you know, like we have it. We can just tell them. We can send it with a note that says "fuck off" and get the money and do the next job. But you know, it yeah. also keeps them from like coming after us. Sure. You know, yeah. another day of like kind of continuing the ruse of like, yeah, we're working for you and keep the job going. While we figure out exactly. Yeah, and also, you know, leaving the door open to like being able to ask a question of them that they might they might think there's a good reason to answer it, but we just we know that we're just trying to get information on them. 
I'm still not sure exactly what's going on. I guess is the point. Well, but if we have an extra day, Sox, we still don't know what's going on. We we yeah. We're, this is the issue: is that we need to figure out where. I think right now yeah. we're feeling like we don't know where to go or what to do. Right. And something has to give. And something has to happen, but we don't know what and where where to go. Okay, yeah, I guess we've been pushed to the point where where we can't take no for an answer from Vern anymore. So we just kind of pull out the stops and say, "We, you're right. We can't we can't stay sit yeah. at the fork anymore." Say, Vern, we have all of your scans. We're gonna turn them in if you don't work with us. We were willing to work with you. I know you're scared, but you gotta you gotta understand that things are gonna get much much worse for you if you if you don't work with us right now. And is this a message that you send? Yeah. Yes. And tell him he's got like an hour or yeah, something. Yeah, you got yeah, you got an hour. <clears throat> your phone rings immediately. Okay. Gigi. Um, hello, I got the text you sent me. What's up? Hey Vern. Speakerphone, please take me off the speakerphone. Okay, speaker. Leave him on speakerphone. <laughs> take me off the speakerphone, please. What are you gonna do? Hang up? <laughs> That's fair. I'll leave me on the speakerphone. Vern, are you safe? As safe as I can reasonably hope to be. I had to run away to my safe house. You understand, you have safe houses, I imagine, all over the place. Um, yeah. Uh, no, it's fine, Vern. You you did great. I just want to make sure that you weren't hurt or anything like that. What, what's going on? No, I'm not hurt yet, but I'm in my safe house. I'm okay. Everything is secure. I'm all is well. Okay, great. Well, my question is to you. Yes. Are you okay? You're not going to frame me with the footage? Uh, I... Cannot speak for my team, Vern. I need you to be more specific about what's going on and how we can help so that I could tell my team what you want from us because these guys are career criminals. I can't keep them from their money, all right? <laughs> so, you know, you you need to start talking now or I can't guarantee anything. I can't say anything over the phone. You understand why? Okay. I mean, there is an eyes everywhere. You understand? I understand. Maybe you like playing the bad guy, running in the shadows. Maybe mm. you all do. I don't understand. But I can give you opportunity to do the right thing and be the good guy for once. It's easy to be bad guy. I can help you be the good guy. Tomorrow, my office, in the morning, 10 a.m. You come. Okay. I want guaranteed safety for myself and my team. Yeah, of course you'll be safe. I'm the leader of the police union. Okay. We'll be safe. Uh, okay. If we're there, we're there. I will be there as well. Are you? <laughs> so, I'm sorry. I, I was trying to maybe be a little bit. Um, oh, you're saying, you're, trying to hedge I was just, I was you're just, saying I should not wait up for you. Is yeah. this his phrase? Yeah. In English? Yeah. I could, have, I could have been more clear. Don't wait up for me. But I will, it's morning time. But it is morning, so it doesn't. Yep. Well, I can't guarantee you'll be there. <laughs> But I but, can uh, guarantee you'll be safe. So okay. I'll see you tomorrow morning to well, me in my office. That's you confirming. <laughs> no, I'm not. All been, right, I've bye been bye. Bye. <laughs> okay. Click. All right. He hangs up. Who was that? Lash, it was Vern. Okay, he's safe. Oh, good. Yes. Why mm. is he keep us hanging this whole time? Guys, I I honestly think that he might actually be one of the good ones and he might be in a situation that he needs help with. What this means, though, is that we can't proceed to, or I am asking if we can not proceed in framing him and meet with him tomorrow morning at 10. What does everybody think? What about the money? We have another 24 hours, I believe, we bought from Oashina. I think we have time to to speak with him 
What does he want to meet? He wants to meet in the morning. He wants to meet in the morning. Yes. Uh, at his office. Uh, he's promised our safety. I don't know if that's worth much, but I understand. I mean, I think we can take care of ourselves. Yeah. Um, against the whole police force, it will be. 100%. Uh, I they're love bureau- you. They're bureaucrats, though. I mean, okay. you know. That's true. It's, the, it's the, the union. It's not the whole police force. Yeah. Um, yeah, to give you to give you just a lay of the land schedule-wise. Yes. Because uh, Shadowrun is a game where we talk about logistics, <laughs> maritime law, and schedules. <laughs> <laughs> You have you have successfully bargained Mo Ashina for an additional day's worth of time before she is expecting that you implant the footage in cold storage. That is now also the same day that Yuri has asked you to go to his house back in mainland New Jersey in his bank Rite Aid house. So you have a little bit more than 24 hours from right now before those two things are things that you have to check off your to-do list. My comcal is getting real full up right now. Well, we're, we're, we're trying to make sure that we we work around your schedule, Ash. Um, we keep in mind we also know that you have nothing else to do. Well, um, you have sure. you have six balls in the water and yeah. nothing else to your name. Sure, um, you have no other jobs or business. Nope, and you, you are my only friend. Yes, we know that as well. You look All over right. the edge of the Mrs. Egg. You actually do see a number of soccer balls just gathered in a little group floating by. I would love. You guys are on the Mrs. Egg. Mm-hmm. You have just gotten a phone call. From from uh, Vern inviting you to go work with him. You have to decide how you feel about what he's potentially offering, uh, which you'll learn more about tomorrow, and what you kind of know you're going to get from Mo Ashina. You also have to decide um, whether or not you are going to heed the warning of the floating many-armed man who has told you not to work with Yuri. And whether or not you want to decide to work with Yuri again is also going to be something that Gabe is going to have a lot to say about. And I would say that, like, when you're involved in that conversation, if you invite him into it, he will definitely have things to say. I would love if we could make some time and make some room right now for both y'all as players and as characters to talk about what it is that you want and to talk about the things that are going to guide that you're thinking about as guiding your decisions and to talk about how those things, if you want to, align with you as a person who is sitting in this room. Um, Because I think we're about to get into some like really complicated social issues and you want to be true to your character, which may think one thing. And you also want to be clear that that's maybe not how you as a person feels. So I think that like this is maybe a time for us to have a, a little bit of that conversation. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Sounds great. Sounds good. The only thing that I want to frame this as is you guys are free agents. You guys choose jobs, choose to do and not do jobs based upon your feelings as characters and players. There's no central authority that is just sending you out to do something. You're not like a James Bond with MI, MI6? MI6? You're not just running errands for someone. You get to decide what it is that you do and why. And I think that, yeah, I would just love to hear about what you think of that aspect of your character, period, the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And also how you see yourself progressing in your current, with your current challenges. And I think you can, yeah. you can treat this as this is just us around this table talking about this. Yeah. You don't have to. You can do as much of this in character as you like. Yeah. You can talk about the show. Yeah, you right. can talk. Yeah. Right. Lux, you know, tells him obviously about Severin calling and uh, he tells him about the meeting tomorrow and he gets the feeling that everyone might be on the fence. And so 
Lux just says, look, I'll put it this way. I have a hunch. That's all I have. My hunch is that Evo is an evil fucking corporation that is doing stuff to the brains of police officers. And I think that it's connected to these violent events that weren't happening before and ha- and happening at the same time. I don't know if that's there is a connection there. When you say violent events, you mean the people who were just like in the drunk tank in or the whatever. Drunk tank, and mis- mysteriously disappearing and shit like that. Like to me, that rings as really fishy that these things that these events are happening simultaneously that is a hunch but if if that's the case and we've got an, an a, a corporation with an enormous amount of power influencing the police that have an enormous amount of power to be doing some really evil shit and i'm not okay with that so that's why i want to hear them out that's all i'll put that to you guys that's all i'm that's all i'm thinking what kind of game do you want to play like do you want like do you want the show to be, do you want the game to be where you have a principled stance against the powers that be, whatever they are? Or like, are you interested in being like a pirate who wants cash? And there, obviously there's an infinite number of options, but like, what do you, how do you want to play? Like, what do you want? I mean, from a player standpoint, I think, I think I know the answer uh, for what TK would do. I think TK, um, TK is like, it, without going into too much of his backstory, is somebody who hasn't like had that much time with other people. And I think, you know, I think TK, if like in response to, to Lux's speech, I think TK would sort of wait a minute and say something like, you know, I, I trust you because, because we've worked together for this long because, because I haven't, I haven't felt like this. I haven't had a group like this in since, since I was a kid and was running with the rest of the orphans. I haven't, I haven't trusted anybody enough to, to want to believe them when they say they have a hunch. And this is the first time that I feel like I can do that. So, if you really believe this, what are you as a what are you as a person? But as yeah, a like, person, I mean, like also like the other thing that makes this like a thing for TK is like, and the reason that this has weight is like he doesn't like the cops. He grew up on the streets. He doesn't. He really has an instinctive sort of you know hunching like like he he flinches away. He flinches away from them because he knows how much power they have and how much power they can wield, and how how the corporations can sort of do the same thing. Like he if. He, you know, if he hadn't moved in with Lux however many moons ago, he wouldn't be here, you know? And I think uh, that is an unexplained background thing. <laughs> Everybody has an interesting backstory. Yeah, that's, that's part of a backstory that we, have to, <laughs> that we have to elaborate in perhaps a future game. <laughs> but that's the thing. That's why, like, so this, this matters to TK is like, it's, it works on two levels for him. First, it's like, you know, like the fact that he's willing to, to even consider working with the police is a big thing. And the second thing is it means he's, he's you know, sort of, like sort of acquiescing to the group uh, in a way like and trusting the group in a way that he hasn't done in you know years it sounds like there's a small element of okay prove it to me yeah yeah because it's like you know like i trust you for this but let's hope you're right so jen the person loves i mean total agreement with lux jen the person is all about being a good person (laughs) but um Viv is a goddamn pirate <laughs> and she loves money and it's not necessarily for stuff. I mean, it is partially for stuff, but magic is expensive or a calcum's expensive. Foci are expensive. Um, building a lodge and doing rituals, those are expensive. So for her to remain a powerful part of the team, she is after money. But at the same time, she answers to a higher power. All these relationships and corporate things actually don't matter to her so much as long as she can remain in power. I mean, you've seen in previous episodes that the only reason she will cower, the only reason she will get nervous is if 
the calm waters of her mind get disturbed. And if mother, oh mother, the sea goes after her and asks her for something, that is a moment where she's going to feel a little weaker and have to answer to nature. But she's been doing this for a long time. This is probably the group she's been with the longest. I think it's only been two years, right? Is that She's usually a, a lone wolf. I think in canon, you guys have been working with together less than five years. Yeah, less than maybe five ar- years. Maybe around five, but yeah, I think yeah, yeah. Two, yeah, two to five sounds right. Yeah, so previously she had been a lone wolf traveling on her boat up and down the rivers. She's sympathetic to the situation. Let me ask you something. If she looks at like the material world and like the, the mega corpse and all the, the, the culture, the trids and all the clubs and the world of the, of the sixth world, right? Neo New York or, or whatever. Uh, it's just regular New York. It's just, it's just I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I can't <laughs> if help you want, it. If you want to put something in front of it, you can call da- it rebuilt New York. David Cohen <laughs> fucking ruined me. Uh, uh, so you, you Futurama? Yeah. New, New York? You yeah. Really want to it's, it's, so, it's just so tight dog if if all that material stuff and, and the way of the world doesn't interest her and that's just sort of an, an ends to a mean a, a means to an end for her to like advance in magic does she have something in mind that she's working towards is there some sort of like apotheosis of viv that she's got as a long view mm, i think mm, i haven't really gotten that far with it yet yeah. uh i mean it feels so far away to to even rebuild part of the lodge because right now it doesn't have like ritual materials. I don't have any. I have like some reagents, but I don't have like all the things to start branching into alchemy. I don't have any knowledge in that area or material. So there's still like a wealth of magic yeah. knowledge that she doesn't know. And that's, I think, a very in canon read on a magic user is that mm. they are just all you want to know more. Yeah. You want to, your whole thing is understanding the base level operations of the universe. You want to just be in, in uh, as in command of that as you possibly can. Yeah. Like you don't know what the, what's at the top of the ladder. Yeah. But you I just want to keep climbing. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, being with a crew, though, it's humanized her. You know, she could just be silent and sitting on the sea on her boat and not doing anything and still trying to study. But, you know, she... I mean, she learned a lot from Jas just by battling him. So a, it sounds like there's an element of like, those are things that she aspires to, but not in a way where it's at any cost. Yeah, no, she seems to have toned down the ruthlessness of it. I mean, to be fair, though, sometimes that comes back. <laughs> true. It's true. Disturb Rip. her enough. Sorry to that man. <laughs> yes. R.I.P. Karen. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, for Lash, uh, obviously, she's very brash. She's young. She's 19 years old. And she really, her choices are based on, she lives in the moment, obviously, and she goes off her gut. So if she decides she likes someone, she decides she wants to work for them. She doesn't really think about bigger picture things. You know, part of it is that she lives in the moment. Part of it is that she's dealing with a deep existential crisis that she's going to die soon because orcs die young. Um, And that is the whole reason why she became a shadow runner. Uh, So she really just she just lives in the moment. She doesn't care if she dies. It's all just like feeling good now. So for her, she she met Vern and she was like, I think I like that guy. So she's like, let's work for him. It's just fully in the moment kind of thing. So, yeah, that's that's where her head's at. She likes Yuri. She got a good vibe off of him. And she's like, I'd like to see him again. So she wants to work for him again. She probably doesn't give a shit about the guy, the um, 
What was his name? The red-faced guy. Neck. You guys don't know his name. No. Oh, yeah. sorry. We, we don't know his name. <laughs> <laughs> Head, elbow, hand. I'm just naming body parts. Um, she probably doesn't care about that um, evil ghost. Yeah, many, many armed man. She doesn't care about that many armed man because she was like, all right, that guy was an asshole. For bad vibes, bad vibes. Bad vibes for showing us our friends tortured. <laughs> so, yeah, she would be happy to, you know, fight against him. She's and yeah, she I mean, she cares about her her fellow runners as well. So she wants them to be happy because when they're in a good mood, it's a lot better for her. This is maybe a very strange metaphor, but it sounds like Lash is always reacting in a way. Yeah, she's kind of she's kind of like a windsock. Like, yeah, she kind of goes in whatever direction she's she's blown a little bit. 100 percent. But that is largely determined by just in the moment something happens, she reacts to it. And then exactly. And it's very like uh, people driven. So it's her interactions. I think she's hmm. she's constantly wanting fun and interaction and excitement and, and a warmth challenge and a challenge. So whatever is facing her. That's what she's going to she's going to want to do. And she's going to jump all into it. Can you guys talk a little bit now in the context of knowing these things now that we sort of have this open about your character? Let's go down the list of where your what your current things are. Do you think you're going to go and meet with Vern tomorrow morning? I think TK would say yes. Yeah, that was I think that that was the clearest. I got that very clearly from what you said. Viv needs to be convinced. Flash is all in. So um, Lux uh, sort of turns to Viv and says, what would you need to hear? from Vern for you to be convinced that we should help them. Equal pay or higher than the job that we are turning down. I don't think he has the money for that. I think that's that's sort of how much is the how much is the money? You don't know, but in theory this is content that you will be availed of during your meeting. I mean it couldn't hurt to just take the meeting. So what you're it sounds like what you're saying is that you're fine with the meeting. You're not sure about taking the job that he's gonna yes. offer you. If oh, we, I see. I thought you were just being, you need to be convinced to go talk to Vern. I was like, yeah, let's just go hear what he has to say. Because yeah. if we don't like it, we still have all the, we still yeah, have, we still all have, all have the, the data and we could still upload. I'll be frank with you too. I, I need to be convinced a little bit as well. I, I would like your guys' help in doing some matrix searches to see if my hunch has anything to it. Uh, cross-referencing dates of when these events started happening versus when Evo contracts uh, were uh, implemented uh, and specifically when they started taking in officers, um, you know, locations, things like that. Uh, Artemis, can you help with that as well? Today, the high is 84 with a low of 83. Incredible. A low? Happy National One Degree Day. <laughs> Whoa, One Degree Day. <laughs> and it was a holiday. It's not. Thanks, Artemis, Artemis. Artemis, whatever tells you that's a holiday, scratch it. That's not right. No, keep it on the books. I like it. Okay. Do you trust this Artemis? What? Click yes to trust this Artemis. Oh my goodness. Artemis, shut up. I don't need this right now. Wait, that's you. Downloading update. What? What update? Gabe! (laughs) (laughs) Listen, I said that she was going to get better over time. I'm sorry. Uh, And he walks over to a panel and like jiggles some wires and you hear Artemis kind of like glitch in and out a little bit. Happy one degree day. Happy one degree day. Happy one degree day. Oh my! I uh, I am I diverted some of it. uh, uh, I diverted some power from some of the other processors on the on the boat, and she should be shutting down life support. Oh my! Who are you you supporting? (laughs) Wait, who are you supporting? Don't do that. Who's on your life support? I I have sixteen ant farms on the lower decks. Oh my god, Artemis. uh, I'd like to say I'd like to check to see if there's any connection between. Evo contracts and these mysterious police events. What I would say to you as the as 
the other half of the universe mm-hmm. hey, that baby. didn't do the tease Sugar. but did other stuff. As far as mysterious things happening to police officers at Evo, Vern is maybe one of a dozen people who knows what this is. Mm-hmm. And that as far as any of this reaching any even remotely public textual searchable I got format. It. I got you, baby. No results found for mysterious disappearances and Evo. Artemis, we have ants. 16 farms of ants. Those are your ants? Where? How did you get ants? They were on the ship. I woke up. Oh. It was you and a bunch of ants. I didn't know that. Those may be my ants if we're going to point fingers. <laughs> Artemis, uh, could you please look up what you would normally bring to a, um, a, is it Austrian? Bavarian. Uh, Artemis, can you please look up what you would bring to a Bavarian brunch? What's what's proper? A Bavarian brunch usually includes Wurst, Schwarzbier. Okay, I guess we gotta get pick ourselves. Schwarzel. <laughs> we gotta picture pick ourselves up some Wurst or Schwarzel if we're gonna head over to Vern's. Did she say beer? Yeah. Did she mean soy beer? Dark Schwarzel. Dark Schwarzel. You ever heard of it? I, I I don't know if we need to bring him gifts, Slash. Well, we're going to just show up to his place at 10 a.m. Hoschmockerschimpft. Artemis, what is Hoschmockerschimpft? Darkerschmatzel. Okay, Artemis, are you done listing things? I know what all these means because I speak the language. You, oh, sh- right. you Shannon. <laughs> yeah, me, Shannon, but also Lash. Yeah. Remember, She's fluent. <laughs> okay, so digging our way out. Regular Schwarzel. I maybe. I... <laughs> Gabe, can you unplug her? <laughs> no, please. I have feelings. <laughs> I promise. After several more production meetings, Artemis will become more charming. <laughs> I think she's wow. great. What are we going to do about Mawashina? We have twenty-four hours. Um, I say we meet with Vern and then decide. hear what he has to say. We decide right after, and if. You guys aren't with me. Then we go and we march up to Moashna and we, or we don't have to. We could just upload it and we upload it. Just to be clear, she asked you not to upload it. You need to um, put it in cold storage. Put it in drop cold it. Storage. Off. You right, have yes. to basically infiltrate a highly secure location and drop right. it off. And another team will pick it up. Correct. Right. Yeah, I mean, I think we shouldn't worry about. She gave us some extra time. We'll worry about her once we get the word from Vern on uh, what he can offer us. So we were asked not to take another job from Yuri. Yeah. But I don't have any reason to trust this person who invaded our minds. Feels like a jazz thing to me. Yeah, Yeah, that guy's dripping with jazz. And also magic. Jazz is a magic guy too. Yeah, you know, I don't want to say that, you know, magic users, they're all the same. (laughs) We are not. Yeah, don't start a sentence saying you don't want to say that. Um, But that uh, guy's dripping with jazz all mm -hmm, over him. He is. As you guys are talking about this in-game, Gabriel starts to look very upset and very sort of worried, and he starts to fidget, and... Gabe, what's going on, man? You all right? You have have also have no reason to trust Yuri. The the last thing that you should do is more work for him. Who is Yuri? What did he do? What has he done? We don't know anything about this guy. He's... He... Listen, let me tell you a story about Yuri. Once, I was rigging for him must have been a bunch of years ago at this point. He spent, I don't know, it was a while, probably a few years, getting together this team of technomancers. All young kids, teenagers. I don't know how he did it. He must have spent a mint. He went around to all of these orphanages 
to find these kids who had been abandoned by their parents. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry to bring this up, Lash. I, you know how it is. Like, people don't trust technomancers. They're scared of them. So some idiot finds out that their kid is a technomancer. They, you know, they bring them to a, they just get rid of them. So he goes around all over the place finding these kids who have been surrendered by their parents. And um, he, I mean, I don't know, he basically brings them up. I, I don't know if he adopted them or what, but they were always around the house. He was always training them. He was taking them here and there. They were getting on planes, going all over the country. He's joking that he's putting them through community college, whatever that means. So after a number of years, they're ready and, uh, and he sends them out on this job, which is under Manhattan, under the superstructure. Apparently, one of the corps has some facility there. I didn't know there was anything there other than rubble, but I, apparently there's something. And uh, it was all very hush-hush. But anyways, the job, whatever it was, goes off without a hitch. And I mean, of course it does. These kids were basically raised to do this job. They were pro runners through and through, like trained with military precision. He invites them back to his weird bank house, uh, you know, winner, winner, chicken dinner, you know how he is. And uh, he's serving them rum runner cocktails because he thinks he's funny. And then he just kills them all right there, right in his kitchen near that island where he cooks. The one we sat at? I mean, I don't know, probably. How did he kill them? Shot them. Did they finish their drinks first? No, didn't even get them. Oh, that's rude. Sounds pretty top secret. He got he got a bunch of us together who were on other jobs, and he was like, "Ha! Oh, I can't do. It. I don't know if I can do a Yuri voice. Wait, hold on. Do Yuri for me? <laughs> can I do Gabe doing Yuri? <laughs> Yuri would say technomancer, schmegnomancer. He got a bunch of us together who were who were doing other jobs, and and you know, I mean, you know how he is. He was like, he was like the other job. It uh, cannot have any loose ends, so uh, it's all very practical. Uh, all of you, you don't have anything to worry about. Uh, you know, you you do not know things that cannot be known. So, you know, who wants pizza and ice cream? And and I, I mean, it's just he. That's the kind of guy he is. That's his game. He's your he's your best friend until he doesn't need you anymore, and then you're a loose end. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to talk for you. Like, you do whatever you want, but I'm done being a loose end. I'm 48 years old. My life should belong to me and not some Johnson in New Jersey. So, like, take the job if you want, but I, I want as little to do with it as possible. And just and be careful. Hmm. He shot him? Yeah. Technomancers, five of them. <sighs> That's hard for me. Yeah. You I, like rum runners? I mean, I just feel like I should ask him just why. You're going to bring it up? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I'm going to ask the guy. Flash, maybe you shouldn't. <laughs> just, hey, I don't Gary, know. what's the deal? Does, <laughs> I don't know. I figure I and should just ask the guy. Don't talk about the war. Viv, mm. you afraid of this Yuri guy? I'm not afraid of him. That's, yeah. I'm afraid of what he will do to Lash. He's, I mean, he would, well, I mean, he doesn't, I don't know if you've had this interaction with him, but he, he doesn't love the awakened, uh, but it's not, it's not prejudice that motivates him. It is, it is when you are no longer useful. Mm. I, this is why I was very happy to join you because in theory, ugh, taking the job with you, doing the jazz job meant my loose end was tied up. I mean, what do we think, what do we think the stakes are if we, if we kick the Yuri can down the road? I mean, you don't got, don't, don't, 
also don't decide now on my account. But I just wanted to, you were talking about it and I just wanted to let you know how I felt. This just been weighing on me. Gabe, your opinion is important to us. I want you to feel at home here. Like we are your friends. Plus, none of us know how to use this boat. Yeah, that too. Mm, I see. It's a relationship of convenience yeah. and also emotions. And so Artemis good. needs so much work. <laughs> Playing Manitowoc. Artemis off. Thank you. Uh, Thank you for telling us how you feel, Gabe. I really, it, it really, it really, we really appreciate it. Well, one question I would have is if we say no to him, then I feel like we become useless to him. Then do we become a, another loose end? If he can't use us, then... Gabriel sinks his head and rubs rubs his bald, tattooed skull with his, with his hands and lets out this long, exasperated sigh and under his breath says, this is, this is how they get you. This is, this is always how they get you. To no one in particular. Well, I am looking forward to the Bavarian brunch tomorrow. It is getting late, and so I think that y'all have had a very meaningful conversation. If you need to heal, retire, sleep, whatever, uh, now is the time to do it. Lash, where are you going to get that stuff at this hour? I'm going to order it on the Matrix. Ah, I don't know anything about that. Um, Viv heads back to the Mirage to to meditate. She, She does... This starfish, like, she lays on her back like a starfish just sprawled out and uh, breathes like the sea, which just sounds like a... <gasps> she does it nine times because waves break in threes and the ninth is always the strongest. And that's how she rests before bed. Gabe, drained, also heads to bed. As he and Viv sleep the rest of the team prepares for their meeting with Vern. Lux asks Lash and TK to do him a favor. Search the Matrix for any suspicious Evo NYPD overlap. Lash agrees, but asks if, in return, Lux could head to the market and get some German food items for their meeting tomorrow. He begrudgingly agrees. TK goes off on his own search. Concerned about Gabe's account of Yuri, he tries to find anything he can about their egg-having, bank-living, convivial Johnson. He finds a surprising dearth of information, and even what he found on the Mrs. Egg has been trashed. TK does strike upon something, though. Searching property records, peeking in some private databases he doesn't, strictly speaking, have access to, he finds that Yuri's Rite Aid bank house is owned, in fact, by a small corporation, the principal of which is one Hector Rodriguez, a tall, black minotaur. Lash comes up empty-handed in her search on any Evo NYPD muck, but the next morning, she's nonetheless excited to see Lux and see what he's found on his errand.
Ahoy there, chummers. Uh, it's me, your favorite bad boy, Tito Telomo. And I am here to tell you that there is a whole galaxy of exciting entertainment beyond what you are even experiencing now. And it's all the secret private things we make available to those who support us on Patreon. It's a club. It's a family. It's a cruise ship full of people with like minds and sensibilities who have access to things like outtakes, insane, ridiculous outtakes that we cannot even publish in a normal episode. Uh, but also crazy stuff from the world, the deep dive into the rules, the character sheets, uh, conversations from uh, Mike and I about how we run the game, conversations with characters, a whole other show called Fun Chatting where we talk about the show. Great stuff like that. Uh, even like music stuff, high quality uh, audio files of the actual feed so you can hear the music as, as it is meant to be heard. All this and more, including our really rad Discord for you at patreon.com slash funcityventures. Patreon, get your head in the game. Okay, um, I do end up with half of the things that Lash said, but the other half, I just get a bunch of shrugs about what it is or how to get it. So I'm on my way back um, uh, with some some Bavarian slash Austrian, maybe Australian, I don't know, uh, ingredients. You were, you were in the Australian grocery store demanding, <laughs> demanding Austrian food, demanding Bavarian yes. breakfast items. Yes. And, you know. Lux will never know that, but that is what happened. Um, and uh, he's he's semi-content with what he's got. Um, and uh, he doesn't feel it's necessary to have it all, but he did promise Lash, even though she she got literally nothing uh, for him. So he's uh, almost on the way back. He's almost back to the ship at this point. So you guys get in Henley the Bentley, who, which is missing a window, unfortunately. TK is just cursing under his breath the entire time. You know I can fix that later. There's a goose in there. TK says you better. <laughs> uh. It's uh, gathered a bunch of its possessions in the back seat. That makes sense for the Critter Division to have a goose in the back. <laughs> yeah, we keep the goose. Yeah, it's a part of the team now. <laughs> yeah, the we, goose is coming I, in. I refuse us. to give it a name. We, we put are, a hat on it, though. We are more convincing this way. Um, you, so you get in Henry the Bentley and uh, enter the address of the PBA, and you head off. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Located on the very tip, uh, southern tip of Manhattan, the PBA remains in its historic location from before the earthquakes and floods, which is in the shadow of the National Museum of American Indians, which was renamed the First People's Museum and greatly expanded after the Treaty of Denver in 2018, which is a treaty that established the sovereignty of the Native American nations and ceded them large portions of the Western United States. The PBA is small in comparison to the museum, but inch for inch is significantly more powerful than the local native council, as it represents the interests of a deeply embedded and powerful corporation. Uh, the building is squat, it's sturdy, it's made of large gray stone slabs. There's a very fancy brass-trimmed throwback art deco entryway right at its center. Henley the Bentley pulls up right out front, drops you off. Viv is tying her hair again to the top of her head, this time securing it with a desiccated crab claw. 
You guys ready to go? Mm-hmm. So you go through the center doors of the PBA office. On the other side, you are met with not the drab, safe, stable state architecture that you may have been expecting given the exterior of the building, um, but an extremely welcoming, very brightly lit and well-appointed lobby with lots of pastel couches, a soy calf bar with free pastries, large hanging softbox lights cast a dull and comfortable glow on all of the presumably officers and bureaucrats that walk back and forth in the office. And there is a desk uh, right to the right when you come in. It is an old, huge, large, tall, like towering walnut desk. And there is a very pleasant looking human woman behind it. And when she sees you, she says, Welcome to the Police Officers Benevolence Association, citizens. What brings you here this fine morning? Hello. Um, we're here to see Vern. Vern. I don't know if I know a Vern. Are you sure you're in the right building? Full name, full name. <laughs> oh, um. Vern Solix. Solix. And oh. as if summoned by his name, you hear him first. He's trotting down the little hallway to the side over here. And he's saying, El, El, don't worry, it's ever me, it's ever me. Come. Oh, oh, you're here to see Mr. S oh, fabulous, fabulous. Have a pleasant stay. Thank you for coming. Thank you for coming to the PBA. It's so nice to see citizens. Danke, El, danke. Oh, you're Thank such you. a sweetheart. Here we are. This is the PBA. Welcome. Come with me. Come with me. Walk. Uh, I follow. I mean, yeah, we're just we're, we're following him. Bye. Are you yeah. are you thinking about not following me? You come all the way down here <laughs> to Lower Manhattan, and you're just thinking about come, come, come. Do you want some Melba toast? TK takes a picture of Vernon and doesn't tell anybody. Please don't right. take any pictures in here. You wouldn't know this. I saw you. I saw you blink in the picture way. <laughs> no pictures, please. That's but just with on the honor system. Thank you. Yeah, TK keeps it. Melba toast. Oh, Vern, that reminds me. Uh, we brought something a little for you. Um, I thought it would only be right as we're meeting for brunch that we bring something a little. Lux, would you? Where is it? It's here. I pull out a bag and I give it to Lash. I said, it's like all I could get. Better be good. <laughs> and here it is. Um, all the trappings of a proper Bavarian brunch. Um, Please, Lash, roll 1d6. <laughs> oh, my God. Four. It is mostly... <laughs> Australian food items. <laughs> you brought me more Melba toast? <laughs> is it that Australian? Great. Yeah, it right? is. It is? It is? <laughs> this is yes. insane. I've, I cannot stop eating Melba toast for the, like six days. I found a big bag at the store and I just am eating it like chips. And how in the world did you know that I was eating the Melba toast now? Oh, I'm so glad... You like it, Lux? <laughs> it's not all that's in there. There's other things. There's um. There's a large jar of Vegemite. There's Vegemite in there. <laughs> oh, this is cute. This is like a little package. I have to be honest. I didn't get you anything. I'm so sorry. No, that's fine. We. Oh. I wasn't expecting anything. No. Come, I'll make it up to you right now. Come to the kitchen. Oprah likes to, you know, have all the niceties and stuff like that. And she also loves giving people presents, so. You don't need to say yeah. the fake names. Uh, I mean, no. I mean, we're all on the same page here. So come, 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 okay. come with me. Would you like some to, something to drink? 
Um, he gestures at uh, a, a sort of kitchenette that is a kind of vast mechanical situation of like levers and knobs. It's basically an extremely complicated soda machine. This is called a Bevra. Mm-hmm. I would like something. It's like the name Debra, but uh, also uh, Bev had uh, beverage. Okay. There are there are dozens of spouts and knobs, and there is one computer readout screen uh, that you can interact with if you would like to fine tune something. I prefer to hit uh, T, hot, and then random. <laughs> okay, I'll try that. I hit T, hot, then random. Uh, a cup pops out from a small sleeve, and the cup is issued down the array of spouts on a little conveyor belt and it stops at the first one and you see T uh, and then what was the second thing? Hot. Heat. Heat. Heat was the second element. Uh, You see a tea bag drop into the cup and then it goes forward and you see steaming water come out uh, and then it moves a little bit further down and a chicken wing falls into it. (laughs) Oh, I thought the tea was going to be random like the type of tea. There's just something that falls into it that's random. Each element of the tea is (laughs) random. Each element of the tea is random. Oh, you don't know that's which fun. part will be random when you... I, I love it. Does it always come in a cup or is that random too? No, sometimes the chicken wing is a cup. Okay. There's usually a chicken wing in some <laughs> step of the process. Okay. Well, Lux takes it. He likes chicken wings and he likes tea, so he's not going to complain. It's uh, You smell it and it's a ginger tea mm. and a buffalo wing. I'll take it. TK steps into the machine and pointedly navigates to the Australia section and uh, gets himself a flat white. It very happily produces this drink expertly. Viv goes up and wants something cold, carbonated, and salty. It flash brews a goza for you, and you have uh, in your hand a, a bubbling, let's say, blood orange fruity beer drink. Well, I'm going to have a good morning. Isn't this wonderful? There used to be a panel hiding all the steps, and we took it off because it's just so much fun to watch. Are, yeah, you, it's cool. are you drunk all the time here? Oh, no. Uh, don't do any uh, BTL, no alcohol while people are working. No, no, no. Um, Lash, if you scroll through the menu, there is a giant button that just says Arctic Blast Gatorade. Oh, Arctic Blast. No, thank you. Blue oh, Crush. No, I'm... <laughs> I'm so I sorry. I only drink Blue Crush. Lash, I'm devastated. <sighs> I actually got the Gatorade and put in the machine just for you coming today. I thought that. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, Arctic, Arctic Blists. It's really not my. I don't think I've ever seen Lash displeased with anything. Please, anything else? Uh, anything you like? I'm good. Uh, I'm good. Lash, they have, they have chicken wings. All right, great. Uh, just as, as we're about to leave the drink machine, a small glowing orb uh, about two inches in diameter bounces over the floor and then almost knocks uh, the chicken wing tea out of your hand, Lux. Oh! Uh, yeah. Vern, and Vern says, oh, I'm so sorry. This is, oh, this is so embarrassing. I'm so sorry. Would you, a little help, please? Would you hand that to me? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he takes it, he turns around, and you see that behind him, there's like these stalls. There's like a big stall uh, that's like this, you know, like a room with one wall missing, and in there's like a ping pong table. And then one over, there's an air hockey table. And then the next one over is this like Tron room where two metahumans in skin-tight white leotards are using like electronic neon paddles 
and they're holding it up and they're waving. And one of them is like, hey, you guys, you got to put up the field if you're going to play during business hours. And he throws it back to them. <laughs> we have we have fun around here. It's just sort of a fun atmosphere oh. that we like to hang out in. And, you know, people say, oh, how do you get the work done? How do you organize the union? And I say, well, you know, build community and build friendships and relationships. And that is really what business is all about, especially when you're in the labor business, you know. I reckon let's go talk about <laughs> what you need to talk about. Okay, I think, let me check what the uh, meeting room we have booked. And it's the pirate ship. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, fuck, no, guys. Sorry. What? Can it not, <laughs> oh, no. can it not be like a bat? Can it not be like a Halo joke? <laughs> what Halo joke? What's a Halo joke? Like the video game, like the Xbox game, hey, like, right? Wouldn't, it's the a good police, game. wouldn't the police it's a named, good game. name there? Like, it's in Master Chief. Oh, oh so I, don't, I thought he, I don't they, even get that. I thought they, I was gonna it's put him on a real game. little pirate ship replica. <laughs> like, you know how Airbnb has the all the replica meeting rooms? Yeah. No, that's okay. that's no, that's, that's, a that's GitHub. No, I think Airbnb a... has the Doctor Strange Love situ- uh, oh, war they, room. GitHub has room. has the Situation Room from the White House. Oh, really? Are you Are kidding? kidding? Sorry, the rest. The, so no, no, they, they, they have Oval these fun office. Airbnb has a recreation of the the war room from Doctor Strange Love. Wow. Yeah. Fucking burn uh, it to the ground. <laughs> I know. I know. If I ever see another ping pong ball. Jeez. <laughs> okay, ping pong is fine. It can stay. Okay, um, let me see about meeting room. Uh, we have booked, and he's checking his little uh, com link, and he says, oh, this is fun. We're in the Love Actually room. Love Actually? Do you yeah. know this? No. From before the Cataclysm? Oh. 90s movie? Yeah, I've oh, seen it about 15 movie? times. Oh, you're a big fan? Why have you seen it? Ugh, it's a long story. I love it. <laughs> TK's it's TK a very looks, short story. TK does a matrix search for it, but doesn't tell anybody he's looking for it. I'm so happy you're a big fan of the love, actually, because we're going to the room. Come. Oh. Lash, you go in first. I would love to. Lash, just a Lash, man standing in there with cards. Lash likes the story <laughs> of the of, not. of the loser British boy who goes to America and finds uh, uh, a models in and yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, that's the most believable storyline. <laughs> All right, so you go into the room and it's themed like Love Actually. There's <laughs> pictures of Martin Freeman. Does everywhere. it does it look like an airport? <laughs> yes, it looks. Yes. Okay, here's what it is. It is a fucking airport terminal from pre-9/11 days when anybody can walk up and there's holograms of people coming out of it and hugging and it's it, Vern obviously is over it. So there's a you know the doors close, everybody sits down, there's a sound that turns on. You can tell that it's, it's like a like a electric Faraday cage. No electronic communication going in and out of this room. And he says, so is ev- everyone's okay? Do you need anything? Everyone has the tea? Everyone has a seat? Oh, this is actually all very nice. Thank you so much, Vern. Yeah, just let me know if you need anything while we're talking. This and have chair some... recline? Whoa, it does. The handle is underneath the seat. You just yeah. click the handle. Yeah, and I found it's it. Back and forth. Viv is sniffing at her salty beer and uh, just downs it. It's Don't very f- refreshing to see you just like letting loose and hanging out with each other. I think, you know, one of the things we look for, not just in our employees, but in our contractors as well, is culture fit. And so it's very important to us to work with people that the culture fit. Well, if we were to work with you, we wouldn't be uh, employees. There would be a special kind of contract that we... Of course, I understand it is not a done deal yet. I'm just allowing me to speak optimistically. Listen, uh... Let me be straightforward with you. Um, we aren't decided that we're going to work with you. We of have course. other things to talk about in private. Um, you already know that we have another employer um, that we may or may not choose to continue with. I am here 
specifically, and I think a couple of my associates as well, because what I think, what I've heard Evo is doing is fucked up. Mm. And I want to get to the bottom of it. I want to figure out what's going on. And I want to stop it if it's going on. Well, so, then it looks like we're all on the same page. Yeah. Can you tell me what's what's going on? Well, it's quite complicated, and also I don't. And I, one of the big problems is that we are not one hundred percent sure about what's going on. I mean, look, this is what's going on here. What you do is a great taste flavor. What we do is great taste flavor. These are two tastes that never come together, right? So I've ne- we've never contracted sh- sh- Shadow Run. Shadow runners before. Yeah, sure. Um, I honestly, I'm not very um, well briefed on the crime and the underworld. I'm mostly here in the office, you know, talking to organizers and talk politicians, city council representatives of the different corporations and things. And this is not, this is sort of unfamiliar for me. But one thing I was very excited about is, you know, we're very excited about being nimble and very flexible. We just got the second round of financing in the last half decade. Oh, very big deal for us. Yes, financing. Yeah. Yeah, well, we, it was a Z round of investment in the PBA and my PD Inc. And uh, right now, this most recent round is uh, sort of focused on being nimble and flexible. And I think is this, you know, is this allows us a lot of um, leeway. Lee, yeah, <clears throat> leeway. And uh, I think that you know, this is a sort of out of the box thinking that uh, we kind of need right now. Is can the PBA work with shadow runners and? To see how flexible you have been is a great boon to me. Okay. Well, I wouldn't tell any of your associates you're working with shadow runners. I would just call us private contractors or security contractors, of course, detective of course. Um, contractors. And I can pull my leg up completely parallel to my body. Yeah. That's the and, other handle, right? There. And, are, and are you doing that right now? Yeah, and I'm doing that. And so you can tell I'm quite flexible. I'm so impressed, Lash. TK is just... He looks down at his leg and looks up at Lash and just shakes his head. There is a variety of things that uh, I, we need your help with. Mm-hmm. Um, some of, most of these things are directly related to, of course, as you know, my concern with what is going on with Evo. Um, Do you have any proof that Evo is messing with people's minds in medical experiments? I wish I could tell you more, but what you're asking is extremely um, sensitive material. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, even this room here, even if the knowledge of what I know is in your heads, that creates a risk. I understand. A risk of the knowledge being spilled, of your safety. I think that this might be one of those situations, as I understand, as you go to the Mr. Johnson and they have a job for you and they pay you and maybe there's not a lot of... um. No one asks uh, questions. So this is what I feel like we need to know. If we're going to be working with you all here, if we're going to be working with the NYPD, we need to know that this job is going towards fixing this situation. I can guarantee you that what you will do for me is getting us much close to fixing the situation. I'd like to ask about compensation. Yes, before we discuss compensation, I'm so glad you brought that up, Viv. It's very important. Uh, I actually have a question for you. My biggest concern is um, some of your previous actions have led me to believe that maybe we make not the best decisions all the time. Sure. So you 
melted uh, police mage at the police that. convention. Oh, him. No, it wasn't us. <laughs> Roll con. <laughs> no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I don't think you have enough of a shot no. to justify digging into the dice drop. <laughs> Given that he saw he you saw melt a boy. Wasn't us. <laughs> Yeah, like Vern, a... Vern does not even need to buy those. <laughs> yes, yeah. it's, it's like a stick of butter at the beach. The man just <laughs> sort of became wet carpets there in front of everyone. No. He antagonized me. I was in a sensitive position. That is true. It is true. He was messing. For to be fair, he was messing with Viv's shit. So she had a mess with his shit. Uh, people who live in the glass. Penthouse should not be throwing stones on others. This is the old saying. Um, certainly the people I work with have a body counted at the end of the year as well. And that is just the math numbers that we must, you know, once live with. I understand where you're coming from. But uh, to be clear, <laughs> the kind of jobs I will be asking of you will not require you to melt any boys into the floor. Understood. But maybe sometimes? Text me first. Okay, we we, we will. I will. Yeah. So so if I'm understanding this, you want a, a strict uh, no hurting someone or strict no melting someone? I say I trust your instincts. If I were to kiss someone's wife, for example, or sleep with her, is that? I've never done that. I. Huh. There's some other questions around the room as well. Uh, this might be if I need to call HR into the room, please let me know. We have a people team. I think you'll find them very accessible and approachable. A lot of people asking uh, if I've kissed anybody else's wife, um, asking questions that are answered by my I've never kissed anybody's wife t-shirt. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. That I think we can do. Okay, uh, we we <laughs> we, we um. <laughs> wait, wait, you you. you <laughs> look, all that we can need is clean, because that's gonna have to be edited together to highlight the fucking insanity of what you just said. <laughs> is it okay if I kiss someone's wife? Well, if that's what we gotta do. <laughs> look, if you're telling me you want me to do that, then I will. Okay, but I I don't know how it's gonna solve any problems here, um, but. I don't think... know shadow running. That's why I hire you. Right. If if running in the shadows means you kiss someone. I was actually just trying to see where the line was. Um, you know, TK's got a middle arm. He punches people sometimes, and sometimes they just go down, and it's fine. Sometimes the, the arm goes through the body. It it all depends. TK just gets up and starts racking out push-ups right. in the conference room. Okay, number one, mm-hmm. I'd say melting somebody is too far over the line. Okay. Text sure. first before you melt a boy. Text before that, yeah. all right. Number two, punching the arm right through the body. No punching bar. Like it's a pinata. Right. Now he's doing one-handed just push-ups. Okay. While you're saying all of this. Also, text before you punch okay. through the body. Do you know what a clam flip is? No. Okay. I can show you right now. TK, get down! No, you don't have to. <laughs> and I clam flip TK. <laughs> he goes, um, I'm sorry, roll for it. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> uh, if I if I recall correctly, this is a zero damage move. This might be too many callbacks in a row right here. Yeah, it's just. Uh... Yeah, we're really we're do, we're yeah. digging a little. Please yeah. remember that natural athlete applies here. Yeah, I got it. It's a it's a oh, roll, it's a roll of twelve. Should I uh should I roll reaction intuition and, and see if I can dodge? I mean, it we're depends upon if you, if you want Vern to be impressed, you know, because I'm gonna do that. Three hits. 
I can't believe you're doing this. We're absolutely doing this. We have to practice our roles, man. If someone says a clip fan, flam flip, I gotta do it. You gotta do it. Uh, reaction plus intuition. Let's go. And I gotta do specifically to TK. One, two, three, three hits. Ty goes to the Shadow Runner. Oh, yes. You just which in this case it's a grazing hit though, right? <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you do you successfully do a clam flip. But I don't keep him down. It is not it is not a balto cuddle level. So so would you say TK just holds her up like with his arm? Well, he's like mid push up and just she just lands on him, but he doesn't go all the way down. I think that's fair. Sure, oh, yeah. I'll buy it. Yeah. Then he just then he finishes the push up. Yeah. So now TK is just doing push ups with Lash on top of him. Yeah. Right, um, Vern. Form. Vern, it is. Sort of unlike anything you've ever seen. I know shit. <laughs> this is like, um, you this know, is exactly how we work. Then. It's I mean. like, it's like when you you hang out. When with... When I was a boy, my my godfather took me to see the circus, and the acrobats would walk on the wire, the little nano wires, and they'd fly through the air and just do these sort of tricks. Okay. Catch each other with the feet, and they'd make the little girls flip up in the air and just like the balls with the feet. This is quite the um display that you're putting on. I. Um, is this is this common in the underworld when no, you're running in the shadows? Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Is it working? I, there, there is no other team of shadow run, runners who wants to work with the policeman's union. Oh, right. So we have the job. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> let's just say the market is thin. Okay. Well, I think we could do another. Well, hold on. Before we can agree, I okay. I need a at least a verbal confirmation from Mrs. Lakewood. Um, that you will be able to restrain your abilities. Yes, I can do that. And would you mind saying that in through the black cylinder on the table and hold your thumb up to the scanner? Excuse me? We have to have written confirmations that you are consenting to restrain some of your uh, etheric abilities. Viv mm. burps a little bit, leans forward. I agree. And puts her thumb up against the thing. Yes, and from our side, we are all good to go. Well, we, we still need to talk about compensation, right? Oh, of course. Yes, yes. Uh, well, yes, compensation. And then part of the compensation is if we do a job for you and it goes well and nobody gets hurt or melted or can't clam flipped or anything like that, I want to be let in here. And I want more information. On all this. in good time. And I went in. On, I want in on this. Vern looks at you and he's being, I want you to understand he's being completely sincere and he means it all in good time should i judge his intentions or can i buy that that's your call that's kind of like a question of how much do you nick trust taylor <laughs> yeah i know i'm kind of breaking the rules just telling you what to believe <laughs> about my character but i guess what i'm trying to say is like yeah. his mood shifts a little bit and yeah. he's he's he he the, the business persona drops a little bit mm -hmm. and you see that he is speaking as Vern. I think if you if you want to judge intentions, I will tell you things that Taylor has not. Okay. And I'm going to say if you get four or higher, you feel like you get a really good read on what his deal is. One, two, three, four. You got four? Yes. Vern believes, you can tell that Vern believes very strongly that Vern is doing the right thing and that Vern sees you as a way for him to do that. And that when he says that he will let you in on what he knows and what is needed to know in order to make the world better, in order to help, in order to, you know, fix this problem, that he he means it and that he's right now just covering his ass because you are a bunch of criminals 
and one of you recently melted a cup. Yep. And, you know, that's not not a big deal. But, like, what Taylor said is true. Uh, it, you can tell, like, Lux in his in his wisdom of knowing how to read people, reading body language, you know, listening, listening to how people make their points, just getting this sort of sense of where someone's coming from. Vern has Vern has meant pretty much everything that he said in this meeting. All right, then. I thought that the Shadow Riders would come in here and try to intimidate me and yell at me about my parents and call me names. And We such, wait until the end to yell at you about your parents. <laughs> I think you're joking yes. and I like it. I like it. So what is your day rate? <laughs> well, listen, uh, what we were getting paid by uh, some other people, uh, the rate was <laughs> uh, she right, flash immediately uh, comlinks everyone. What was the rate again? <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we'll definitely need to talk about compensation. But first, why don't you tell us what the job is? Ah, well, this is a good point. The first job is this. There is a lawyer out in Morgantown. She's small, but mighty, and she is giving me unbelievable amounts of shit every day. I see she's trying to stop the strike. I need the strike to happen. Injunctions, paperwork requests, she's doing everything she can to stop the strike. This is not good. I have sacrificed too many things to make this happen. You got a lawyer problem. Wouldn't be my first time. I think uh, you just go convince her not to do this to me, yes? But there's another job after that? If this goes well and you can get her to leave me alone without turning her into a puddle, yes. There's very much more work. Assuming we can do I promise not to puddle her. What is her name? Odna something. Odna? What'd you say? Everyone just calls her Odna. Odna. And where does she live? Morgantown. Morgantown. Oh, I know where that is. Have you not been to Morgantown? Me? No. Is there anything else we should know about her? She thinks she is the hero of the world. Why is she trying to stop the strike? She thinks she is a hero. People who think they are heroes, they get an idea in their heads, they think it's righteous, they do it. And they think, oh, it's right because I do it. Not that I do it because it's right. She thinks it'll be a big bad, you know. All right, so when do you need this done by you? We need, so we need to be changing some lawyers' minds. By when? There's still plenty of daylight today if you want to go out there and see her. Seems simple enough. I don't think you need to make an appointment. What does that mean? That means it's ju- you should go regardless. Oh, just, oh, just if it fits into her calendar <laughs> or not. Yeah. I guess we're, yeah. All right. Well, that doesn't seem too difficult, changing a lawyer's mind. Oh, we could do They're that. They're not stubborn at She's all. She's a stubborn piece of shit. It's going not not easy for you. But, hey. but that's why you get paid the big bucks, which we'll discuss via text exchange later. Sure. <laughs> that's a, that is I like that as a very convenient way to just not have to talk about money on the show, which yeah. is something that is very boring to yeah. do. We'll <laughs> do that off screen. Yeah. <laughs> this is an idea too. Can you just send me a number on what you want to pay for this job? You receive a number on your comlink. I send it to everyone. I look at Viv. I said that look that sound good. And that's a retainers, and you can add daily expenses to that within reason. Just keep your receipts, please. Wonderful. Buying a smoothie. You, you will have to sign up for a uh, uh, freelancer portal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does everyone have expensive oh, accounts? Wait, is, if you do not accounts? already have an account, please, it only accepts Gmail, so make sure <laughs> oh, that... Oh, in man. the future, Gmail is like Yahoo Mail is today. Yeah. <laughs> it's everyone laughs at you. <laughs> God, net 30 or net 45? Never mind. 
Oh, it's actually very fair at the PBA. It's net 15. <laughs> Viv has uh, taken the glass that her beer was in and has turned it vertically. And she's trying to get one more drop out of it, and it's empty. Do you uh, mind giving us just one second while we confer with each other, please? Uh, can, you leave, can you leave the room, please? Yes, I can leave the room. When she leaves the room and shuts the door and kind of looks a little bit in the room. <laughs> Never though, been yeah, asked to like... leave the meeting room at his own place. <laughs> There's like um the privacy shield that's on some conference rooms, you know, where it is translucent but not transparent. You can some light can get through, and you just see on the other side of it this gigantic troll-shaped <laughs> shadow. Just, Completely fills the space. It's just a giant oblong, like wrecked, just filling one of the panes of glass. He has left. Now he's a shadow. Mm. What do you guys think? Yeah, down. It all sounds good to me, but you should all know I'm on the records now. I think we're all on the records. They have my fingerprint. They, you, they, you melted. You melted a man. Yeah, they were gonna find you anyway, Viv. You melted a man. I, well, she you just. Guys, <laughs> you guys didn't put the fake fingerprints I gave you on. I mean, we didn't discuss it beforehand. I, it seems fine. Guys, I gave you packages for all of your Critter Division people. Oh, those were fingerprints. Yes, that's included. I ate them. I thought there were little muffins. Look, last time. Little muffins? <laughs> yeah, really tiny muffins. Viv is just mimicking Lux and moving her hand like. I don't even know why I bother with these new IDs for you guys. Um, okay, that's fine. This sounds good. Moasha wasn't paying us that much anyway. So I mean, we should we should we should find out what's going on, right? Like we. Yeah. I, yeah. I I I TK would like to know more. All right. Um, I just love this. Every time we meet with Vern, I'm just like, you know, this guy, he's a pretty good guy. Yeah. Lash, you might go get, go and get him for us? Uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> Vern! <laughs> Lash, I could have done that. <laughs> I wish there was a video of all of us recoiling from the microphone. Oh, hey, uh, that was fast. Thank you for not... Uh, keep me out in the hallway for uh, all afternoon. I did remember one thing to say uh, while I was out there, though. Whatever you were doing at the policeman conventions with me, that job is done. Yeah? Yeah, I don't think we're going to have time. Can I get eyes around the room? Yeah. Okay, Lash? Yes. Yep. TK, you're like a sphinx to me. Good. Yes. Wonderbar. This is great. I was worried that there would be friction here, but no, we are smooth. We're smooth people, all doing smooth things. I thank you very much uh, for your cooperation and meeting me halfway. I, th I think this bodes well for our, our relationship going forward. And now that Zart is taken care of, I can tell you that we are on the same side. And now that we are on the same side, I can perform certain allowances for your behavior at the Policeman's Expo. The footage of you melting the boy... At the exhibition, I'll make that disappear. You don't need to worry about any police action because of what you've done. And this is a favor from me to you. I'm a good guy. You are the good guys. Now we protect each other. Uh, and Vern reaches over and picks up that black cylinder from the table and just puts it in his coat pocket. Uh, can I do a matrix search for that real fast? Uh, this is essentially just like a recorder. This is okay. just... You know, it's got cameras on it you could activate. It can record sound. It can record all, like, biometric data and stuff. Um, it's the same as, like, you know, it's the 22nd century version of having a tape recorder on the table. But also, it almost definitely has matrix capability. Like, it's 
it's big enough and advanced enough and expensive enough to have some sort of signal input output. All right, I'm going to hack it on the fly. Yeah, and the opposing. This is just the, versus the device rating. Device rating times two. Oh, shit. Uh, I got three hits. Just the one. You get a mark on it. Uh, and what can I tell from... You can tell the make and model of it. So with one mark, you can perform a free, a, perform a, a, yeah, free action with it, okay. which in this is like, I think would just be enabling and disabling recording. Um, if okay, you wanted, I'm gonna, I want to keep the, I want to enable recording, uh, and I, I want to, I want it to keep recording. Okay, you turn recording on. Nice. I don't tell any of them what's happening, <laughs> but uh, I rest assured I will comlink them afterward. Okay, so just, just to be clear, the, the multimedia recorder that Vern has in his pocket, you have turned it on mm -hmm. to record. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Great, because, well, I mean, yeah, if you have a plan, I love it. <laughs> I do have a plan. The plan is to just because we're gonna see him again. And he's not going to, probably not going to check the recording. Uh, so we'll just see if he's actually telling the truth. But I mean, next time we see him, I don't know, after we get, after we get word from the lawyers. Like you're saying that you want to record him just, just walking wanna... around the office yes. talking about stuff yes, and just exactly. see what's up. Yes, exactly. Okay, great. I love it. Taylor and I will record 45 minutes of <laughs> inside of Vern's pocket next week. Bone <laughs> cone, baby. Yes, do the tea with the chicken thing in it. It is, um, it, yeah, I, uh, you know, I pushed the, the random and it was very, very tasty. Feels good to do the accent, doesn't it? It's very pleasurable. TK's only going to get broth in a mug from now on. <laughs> I can tell you, I think since he can see the make and model, I can tell him more about it. If you, if we want to do that in game or if we just want to move Tell on. me more. Your call, I mean, yeah, your call. Uh, this is the yeah, this uh, yeah. table talk. This device is new to me. This is Taylor's invention, so <laughs> oh. go crazy. It's not too complicated. Yeah, uh, you saw the make and model, and so like a cursory matrix search will tell you that these devices are exactly as I described the tape recorders, but also it has like a constant, extremely in encrypted uplink to a like black box information safety deposit box. So that like, even if this thing were to be melted right now, everything it's recorded would be sent to a in deeply encrypted offsite hidden location Got server. It. Yeah. That is concerning. Uh, how long do we... I mean, I... it, but it's also standard corporate, like devices right, like right, this right, are right. standard corporate procedures. Um, and, and so Vern has no idea this has happened. As far as you know, he has no idea. That's true. Um, but I, I presume we'll see him in the next 24 hours probably. It's connected to the matrix too, so you probably could access it. No, I don't think so. If it's that secure, it's probably, okay. probably not. All right, let's go convince a lawyer. This is what I always thought I would be doing with my life. Without melting. Fine. You are now leaving Fun City. Thanks for listening. If you want to support the show, get access to ad-free episodes, our Discord, our bi-weekly post-episode chat show, Fun Chatty, and more, head to patreon.com forward slash funcityventures. And of course, thank you to all of our current patrons for help keeping this ship afloat. If you like the show, you can give us a rating on iTunes, tell your pals about it, or just come say hey to any or all of us on Twitter. I'm Bijan Steven, and I am TK. Um, you can find me online at Bijan Steven on Twitter, which is B-I-J-A-N-S-T-E-P-H-E-N, or on Instagram, um, and you should just Google that. <laughs>
I'm Jen De La Vega. I am Viv. You can find me online at Randwitches. That's the word sandwiches, but just replace the S with an R. This is Nick Garcio. I play Lux Scythe. You can find me on Twitter at N-G-U-E-R-S-H um, and Instagram at N-G-U-E-R-C-I-O. G-U-E-R-C-I-O. This is Shannon O'Dell. I play Lash Goodbog. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Shodell, S-H-O-D-E-L-L. This is Taylor Moore, and I play all the bad boys. I'm at Taylor.biz. My name is Mike Rignetta. I am your GM. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mike Rignetta. You can find the show on Twitter at Fun City Ventures. Fun City was recorded at Fortunate Horse in beautiful Greenpoint, Brooklyn. It was produced, edited, and sound designed by me, Mike Rignetta. Pixel Riffs is the chicken wing in our ginger tea. All of the show's music is by Sam Tyndall. Our art is by Tess Stone. Our Discord mods are Olivia Gulen, Kit, and Kestrel. And the voice of Artemis is Molly Templeton. <laughs>